for the first time in my life, I am in a, in a mountain with the Poga car. <laughs> and, 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 and Roglic, it never happens uh, when I was riding, you know, I was in a uh, Gruppetto with you in the climb, so... <laughs> no, now it's, of course, your fun. Yeah. And uh, you... I am more impressed now than I used to be a cyclist, because you realize, you, you know, you see the face of the guy, you see the pain, and uh, you also see everything, all the riders, the good teammates, the guy who works very well for the team, the guy who, did, who cheat a little bit, you know, who doesn't work that much. And uh, most of the time, some sport director who are my friend, they ask me the job of the, the, the guys. Yeah, because you see everything. Well, g'day, guys. That was a snippet from last week's episode over at the Tour de France. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That was me on the road with the cycling podcast, and I grabbed a few snippets for you guys just to give you a little bit of a backstage pass of what the Tour de France is like. If you haven't been there before, if you're wondering what it's like, or if you've been there before and you're just wondering what's the vibe like behind the red tape, I try to capture that for you in last week's episode, talking to all different people. And I certainly had a fun time with the cycling podcast, with Lionel, with Francois, recording over 10 days of the Tour de France, catching up with old mates, and just getting the whole vibe of that big beast, the Tour de France, starting up in Denmark, heading over to France. But now I'm back in Australia, here, bringing you another episode of Talking Luft. Before I headed back from Europe, of course, last week I spoke about it, that Palace Rafa collaboration. Now, the podcast this year is being brought to you by Rafa. They're a proud partner of Life in the Peloton this year, but I am very jealous looking across the red tape and seeing all the EF boys in that collaboration kit. We spoke to Magnus last week about the kit, and this week we're speaking to Tom Southern about the casual wear, because I actually love the casual wear, and I want to get my hands on some of that. So have a listen to what Tom has to say about this stuff. Uh, my personal favourite is the long sleeve t-shirt. I'm really into a long sleeve t-shirt these days, and I think this one's uh, it's kind of nice. It's uh, you know, it's it's bold, but uh, it seems to work. The trousers with the cut, the zip-off legs are going to come into their own at the top of a mountain top finish. I've been thinking about this. You know, we got there in the team car. Sometimes it's cold, but you're underdressed from the stage. Just going to zip those on be toasty as hop in the back tell the mechanic to drive down chill that's what i love about rafa they love putting out crazy cool stuff the casual wear is as good as the cycling wear as well they're not known for that but they do put out some amazing casual wear as well you may have heard me talking about it last week or you might have seen on social media but we've collaborated again with Swan Cycling after much success and a lot of fun collaborating with them last year at the Worlds in Belgium, making the Belgium Worlds t-shirt special edition with them. It was a lot of fun and I loved putting out a cool product for the Worlds. We thought, well, let's do something else. Let's do something for the tour. And we decided to do the road less traveled. The idea of this t-shirt is there may be a bike race happening, but why not enjoy the road less traveled? Stop for a sip at a local brewery, enjoy the sights of a medieval city, or fill up on the taste of the region. We've made a list of the places you'll find us exploring from the start to the finish on the, this year's Tour de France route. That is in a cool design that Rachel Peck has put together, and Soir Cycling has helped us put it on a t-shirt. 
for you guys to have. It's a limited edition, there's only a few left, so get yourself across to soiscycling.com and get yourself one before the Tour de France finishes and post about you wearing it at the Tour de France. I've already seen some of them at the Tour as we speak. People have bought it, they've got it out to them and they've gone to the Tour wearing this t-shirt. It's pretty cool. So guys, get your hands on that, soiscycling.com. This week, now we've got Talking Luft for you. And I've kept on the same theme as last week. It's a snippet episode of Talking Luft. I've tried to gather as many pros as I can, just to get a little bit of style, but this time it's got a bit more pressure on it because, you know, I'm talking to them about the race and the next second I'm talking to them about Luft. Some of the guys were thrown off a little bit because one time I was asking them, tell me about the stage, what happened today? And then the next question I'm asking them, BWS, beer, wine or spirits. Anyway, sit back. I know you guys know how this rolls. Let me know what you think. Enjoy. I'm talking with Mads Pedersen. This is Talking Loft. He's come out in a casket, so I can see what your style is, but no one can see. Mads, your style, when you're wearing a cap, a capolino mini cycling cap, as you've got on, what is your style? Do you wear it forwards, backwards, brim up, brim down? What's your style? So like this, forwards and with the, what did you call it? Brim, brim up. And when I'm riding the bike after to, to spin down, I always turn it around because then I'm sponsor correct with the glasses on top. Then uh, Jacob is not pissed and, and Koo is happy. What about this then? If you could have raced back in the day when they didn't have helmets, what would your style have been? Would you have done a headband? Would you have done one of those sausage helmets, the leather helmets or a cap? What would it have been? Cap opposite, like... Uh, Reverse. Exactly, like this. Up, so it doesn't fly off. Exactly. <laughs> Marco Hala here. We're going to talk a little bit of Luft. Headphones or no headphones when you go out training? No headphones, definitely no. Do you read books or watch Netflix when you're back in the room? Uh, none of that actually. I love to close my eyes and listen to podcasts. Life in the Peloton, I guess. Absolutely only that one. <laughs> BWS. Beer, wine or spirits? What's your poison of choice? Beer. Any specific beer? No, I need to say that uh, Austria is doing a good job on the beer front. Uh, my brother's living in Prague, so I'm set up there good as well for a, for an off-season brew. CCC, cake, cheese or chocolate? Oh, there's no ice cream in it, is it? <laughs> cheesecake, someone said chocolate cheesecake. That's a way around it because you cover all three. That's a good one. I maybe should join this fella. And lastly, war story. Everyone's got a war story. What's one of those days where you're just like, oh my gosh, this day was epic. Man, I'm 11 years uh, in the circus now already. So uh, I feel like I have a couple of uh, stories to tell, but maybe my hunger fled up to 10 years uh, in last year's Tour de France in the rain and cold and like and 2,400 meters of altitude. That's probably the most recent one, yeah. Didn't think you were going to make it? I was really uh, getting close with time limit. Time limit. I was actually in a nice group. Uh, I knew I had no stress at all, but then like uh, keep doing this uh, amateur mistake of not fueling enough and then you're just like going nowhere suddenly. And uh, it was tight. Here we go. We're talking Luft with Jorgensen. Mate, crosswinds or mountains? Uh, I would say crosswinds. A little more fun. Crosswinds? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Look, mountains, you just suffer and you're just going slow and painful. Crosswinds, at least there's a little bit of action, you know? It's like there's a crash maybe, pushing people around. It's a little more fun. All right. Favorite rider of all time? 
Woo, great question. I'm going to say Lance Armstrong. Controversial, but yeah, definitely, definitely my favorite rider of all time. Favorite rider right now? Ooh, another good one. I really like the style. I'm just going to say Niels Paulet. I really like, uh, I think he's a super good rider, great, great team, great teammate, but also super, super good rider in his own right. I really like how he rides. And when you go on the bus and you're just about to step back on the bus now, that one bit of race food that you go, oh yeah, I love this piece of race food. What is that? Your favorite piece of race food? Uh, I'm going to say a neutral flavored gel. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know. I think we have these little speculative sandwiches that are pretty good, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't enjoy eating so much on the race. It's just kind of putting, putting the stuff in your mouth. Rice or pasta, Schultze? What's your food of choice? Pasta. But I'm a big risotto fan. Pl plain rice? No. But risotto? Yes. But if not, pasta always. Well, then how about this? How's your breakfast? Do you have a normal breakfast or do you have dinner at breakfast? You know, as in you eat pasta and rice in the morning. You know, what's your pre-race meal? There's no signs of dinner at breakfast. Breakfast to me has to be sweet, maybe a bit of savoury with an omelette or something on toast on the side. But I'm a, I'm a fiend for porridge and fruits and honey and all that sort of stuff in the morning. I, I don't go near rice or pasta. Absolutely not. Pierre, we're going to talk a bit of Luft. What is your favourite piece of race food that you put in your pocket when you get in the bus? You look in the back of the bus and you think, oh yeah, this piece of food, I love this. I'm saving this for the race. What is it? Yeah, it's some uh, bar made uh, from uh, my assistant. It's a uh, homemade bar. Adam Yates, BWS. Beer, wine or spirits? What's your poison, your, your drink of choice? Wine, red. Taco, talking Luft, crosswinds or mountains? Crosswinds. <laughs> That's the easy one. <laughs> Training or racing? Racing. Connor Swift, talking a bit of Luft. Best part of a race, mate? Best part of the race? Uh, yeah, I think it depends on, on the stage and the race. You know, if it's a crosswinds day, then the best part of the race is when you're in the, the front group. When it's a mountains day and your job is done, the best part of the race is the gruppetto. And then when it's a sprint day, uh, the best bit of the day is once that, that moment, once the, the breakaway has just gone in, you can just relax for a little bit. So uh, all those sweet little moments depend on the stage. Worst part of the day? Worst part of the day, oh, it's at the bottom of a mountain descent, bit out of position at the bottom of a mountain descent, and there's a, a big sharp left-hander or right-hander, and you've got to sprint like <laughs> like hell for a good 30 seconds, and then you've got to suffer for another five minutes in the line. <laughs> that is absolutely horrendous. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Mikkel Merku, crosswinds or mountains? I take crosswind for sure. Training or racing? Ah, oh, racing, 100%. Favorite moment in a race? Coming into the last key in a sprint. Exactly. I was about to say that. Worst moment in a race. When we start and have an uphill finish. Uh, no, sorry, an uphill start. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> uphill start. And lastly, how do you pass the salt at the dinner table? Like every good Italian would do. You know, you, you pass it to, next to your mate, but you leave it on the table for himself to grab it. Mike Woods, let's just talk about a couple of style and clothing. Arm warmers over or under? Oh, definitely under. Um, yeah, definitely under. Definitely under. What are you doing then if you pull it down? Are you literally rolling your sleeve back up, tucking it under, making it all neat again, or are you pulling it back over the jersey? Uh, then I'll pull it back over. Yeah, well, there we go. But, you, but I start, I always start with under, just because it looks good. All right, gloves or no gloves? 
always gloves. Every time I see a guy go, every time I crash and I look at my gloves after, I, I, I am so happy I have them on. I don't know how guys race without them. Socks over or under your leg warmers? Definitely under the leg warmers. I know you're a big uh, fan of that, but uh, I mean, it looks okay when they're over, but how are you, like, it's kind of the, it's kind of the same, same deal as what we were talking about earlier, like with the arm warmers, but uh, you know, I've struggled with getting the leg warmers off in the past, uh, so uh, I, I try and make it as easy as possible. Definitely under, I'm definitely under. Glasses over or under the helmet strap? Oh, that's like, I mean, I think everyone knows that one. It's always uh, over the helmet strap. Lastly, and I'm looking at what you're wearing right now, race suit or Nixon jersey? I'm wearing a race suit right now. Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I flip around, you know, like I go uh, Nixon jersey on really hot days or if I'm on domestic duties because then I can carry more bottles and stuff like that. But uh, on the days where I'm up or really windy days, definitely definitely a skin suit. Tom Squeens, talking luft, mate. You're just on the rollers as we speak. So let's talk a little bit of luft. When you get on the bus and the DS goes, all right, stay we need to stay on the bus. <laughs> All right, good one. Crosswinds or mountains? Uh, both in this on the same day. That's the best. Which seat do you sit on the bus? Do you have your special seat? Don't have a special seat. I go, go sit down where uh, the other guys don't sit. You might be thinking about it right now because you've just finished a pretty brutal stage, well, a pretty hard finish. What is that cheat meal? That one meal that you want that you treat yourself with? Beer. It's a, a it's a meal. Right. Start with an appetizer of beer with a side of beer. Yeah, and then a topping of a few more beers. Are you espresso man or filter? Don't drink coffee. Tea is the best. Oh, I didn't expect that. Coffee shop guy or not? No, I actually drink coffee occasionally, but definitely prefer tea over coffee. And if I stop, I do get uh, hopefully a spicy chai. That's some Indian spices, some milk. That's the best. And you do stop when you go training? Yeah, if I may. Uh, if I'm alone, then probably not. George Bennett, we've made it to the first rest day. It's time to talk a bit of luft. Let's start off with, you've probably got that on your mind right now. What's that one meal you want to have, that cheat meal? It's all about staying lean all the time, but now you're just like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm just going to let the hair out. I'm doing it. What is that one meal? Man, <laughs> this is good timing because this morning on the bus, <laughs> All we were doing was look at sending hamburgers to each other. And I came across this burger that was like wrapped in bacon with cheese, a full, full option. And I, this, I'm, I'm curious because this is my first um, pre-rest day with UAE. And on Jumbo, we used to always get burgers the night, bef the night before the rest day, you know what I mean? Uh, the night before the rest day, yeah, we'd get a big burger. So if I get a salad tonight, I'm throwing my fork at somebody. <laughs> So what's yours then? What do you want? Is it a burger? I want a burger. I want a burger and I want it to be greasy, you know? I want it all shit all over my fingers. I want it dripping down my elbows. I want people protesting, like animal rights people protesting because there's that many cows died for this burger, you know? That's what I want. <laughs> all right, BWS, beer, wine or spirits? Wine. Bit of style now. Glasses under or over the helmet strap? Over. How do you wear your cap, casket? Do you have it forwards, backwards? You know, brim up, brim down. What's your Capolino style? Bit of a confession because, it, and it's a physical disability, that when I wear a casket, I get really bad headaches. So what I have to do, I don't know why I just get this, any, even a cap, I can't wear a cap. I just ordered 300 merchandise caps for the pod. Can't wear any of them. Give me a headache. <laughs> so what I have to do for a casket is I have to chop the back 
so there's no elastic so it's loose and then so it's just material under my helmet couldn't wear it without a helmet cap front up and that's it so if you could have raced without a helmet what would your style have been clearly not cap would it just been maybe the hair or a headband i would have run headband Headband, greasy, slick back, chippo style, like real greasy. Maybe a moulet, maybe a, sort of like a barnsey, something, I don't know. I'm here with Nielsen Powerless, mate. I've got a few questions left on Talking Luft. When you get to the end of the race and the DS is in the bus and he's like, someone needs to go on the car, you know, we're going to make it faster. We all know that's not true. What do you do? You actually, are you a car man or do you stay in the bus? I stay in the bus. Definitely stay in the bus. No matter what? Uh, maybe on a rare occasion if we're on top of a massive mountain but most of the time it's it's just so much more comfortable in the bus you can put your legs up you can go get snacks you can get, go to the fridge get a water just yeah just relax it's like being in in a bed when you're on the bus <laughs> all right you're on the bus and you walk on the bus and you go oh yeah this one bit of race food they've got it what is that what's that one thing you put in your pocket and you go i'm saving this for when the, everything calms down <laughs> well they kind of give us different treats every day sometimes it's like uh a pancake with Nutella and a banana. Sometimes it's a it's a waffle with some peanut butter. Um, today we got little slices of brownie. So yeah, we got some some good treats. <laughs> All right, a couple more. Cobbles or gravel? Cobbles. And best moment in a race? <laughs> Crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> Worst moment in a race? Getting dropped on a mountain, I guess. <laughs> Favorite cross-training exercise? Is there one thing that you do that isn't cycling? Yeah, I like swimming. Oh. Yeah, we're at, uh, my wife and I are living in Nice now, so we've got a all-access ocean close by. <laughs> John Dengcom, crosswinds or mountains, mate? Crosswinds. Favorite rider of all time? Olaf Ludwig. Oh, nice. I like it. Favorite rider right now? That's a hard thing. I like the style of Pogacar. I have to say. I mean, uh, I don't like it uh, that he makes everyone suffer, and especially also myself uh, suffering a lot, but uh, it's impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. Cobbles or gravel? Oh, cobbles. <laughs> yeah. All right, at the end of the stage, sometimes the DS is coming to the bus and they're like, all right, who's ready? Come on, we need someone in the car. Are you a car man or are you just like, nah, I'm going in the bus? Bus. I prefer to lay in the bus. <laughs> BWS, beer, wine or spirits, what's your poison of choice? I used to drink actually only beer, but uh, um, I'm getting more and more into whiskey, I have to say. Oh, spirits. <laughs> this is a big one, or maybe not, a war story. This is one of those days where typically the Giro produces great war stories, or Roubaix, or whatever it is, where you just go, you know what, this day, this was just a day. What was that day? For me, one outstanding day, really outstanding day was... Uh, Milano Sanremo 2013. Yeah, <laughs> there was something for the books. Cold, wet, icicles, everything. Yeah, oh my God, that was a great one. And last one here, best thing about riding a bike, mate. Why are you riding a bike every day? These crazy kilometers, everything you do. Enjoying the freedom on the bike is something uh, very special for me. And I, I really love yeah, having like an amount of time or kilometers uh, on the schedule, but uh, I can still decide my own route or my own, my own uh, parkour.
Well, there we have it. The last two weeks, a bit of a different episode, but keeping that Tour de France vibe because the tour is amazing this year. I've really enjoyed watching it as a spectator, probably more so than any other year. I think I've just enjoyed it more being a fan, not being a pro, and being able to sit back and just enjoy watching the tour. But I really do think it has been a bit of an epic addition as well. We're in the final days now, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen at the very end of this. Next week, keeping in that theme, I've got a Tour de France Femmes episode coming for you because it's going to be the Tour de France Femmes next week. That is kicking off on Sunday on the Champs-Élysées and they are about to embark on their own Tour de France. I can't wait to see that. And like I said, in that theme, I've got an episode two with three of the EF girls as well and we're going to sit down and talk to them. So that is the episode next week. Make sure you don't miss that because it's a great episode while you'll be watching the Tour de France Femmes Lara has been a massive inspiration behind our collaboration with Soir Cycling to produce the Road Less Travelled Tour de France Edition t-shirt. If you haven't got your hands on that, like I said in the intro, get over to Soir Cycling, C-O-I-S-Cycling.com and get your hands on that because we're in the last few left and they're running out. We've only got a few and I've seen them over at the Tour de France. It's been great to witness that. People putting photos up of them wearing them at the Tour and just giving it that fresh, fun look. Will Jones, who's been putting these last two episodes together, as well as the episodes throughout this whole year, but more specifically, the last two episodes have taken a little bit more piecing together. But of course, Rafa, these guys are putting these episodes out to you this year, getting right behind life in the peloton, and helping me bring these episodes to you guys. So guys, until next week, thanks for tuning in, and we've got a great episode coming for you. The music in this episode was composed by Pete Shelley. Cheers, mate.